Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, some years ago, it feels like many years ago, I was the director of young adult ministry for the Archdiocese where I worked. And uh, I did that for a number of years. And what we would do is we would put on these very large conferences, which in effect were retreats for young people. And they would come and they would come from anywhere from four days to seven days away. And every day we would have opportunities for a lot of fun, of course, but we'd also have opportunities for sharing faith, for listening, sharing with each other, and listening to, to messages that were given. I remember a number of times, sessions late at night, when, when the young people would be listening, and then you would stop and say to them, Imagine if God was to walk into this room right now, if Jesus was to walk into this room right now and he looked around the room and he saw you and he walked up to you and he sat down in front of you, what would you say to him? What would you say to him right now? And then I would say to them, why don't you write that down? And then what do you think God would want to say to you? And that was always a harder question for many. Because for some, that was a question wrapped up in guilt. Well, he'd tell me not to do this and he'd tell me not to do that. And he'd tell me not that I shouldn't behave that way. I shouldn't think that way, etc. And it was so much harder for people to think that God is not always the God of correction, but he's the God who wants us to, to bring us to life and to experience life. And so for many, they never stopped and thought to themselves, what might God want to say to me? And my question to you as we are on this Lenten journey, slowly, slowly just building a foundation that gets higher and higher, that we stand up and and we see further. What might God want to do in you this Lent? Many have thought about things that they'll give up or they've thought about areas of their life where they feel either good or not so good. But what would God want to say to you exactly where you are? What would God want to say to you? Well, I want to read from Luke's Gospel, chapter 5, verse 17. And it says this. One day while he was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting nearby. They'd come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Just then some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof, let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, Friends, your sins, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, Who is this who is speaking blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And when Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Stand up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, Stand up and take up your bed and go home. And immediately he stood up before them, took what he had been lying on, and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God, 
uh, glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. See, when these four men carried this crippled person to Jesus, what did they want? They wanted healing, of course. That's what they wanted. They wanted Jesus to heal. But when they eventually couldn't get in and they jump on the roof and they open the roof up and they lower the man down, what does Jesus say to, to them? Jesus doesn't say, what do you want? No, no, no. Jesus, look, they want healing. But what does Jesus do? Jesus, Jesus says to the man, your sins are forgiven. You're forgiven. In other words, I'm healing you in a far deeper way. I'm not healing you of your physical ailment. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to heal you of, the, of the, those things that can separate you from me. See, Lent is a time when we come before God and we're constantly saying to God, your will be done in my life. What you want for me. It's one of the reasons I admire Mary so much that when the angel Gabriel appeared to her, the angel Gabriel said to her, you're going to be the mother of the Lord. And what's her response? Be it done unto me according to your will. Mary laid down her will in order that the Lord's will was done. And it's a, it's a vague question in a sense. What does God want to do in our life? Sometimes people don't know how to answer that. Well, every day in your prayer, every day in your reflection, say to God, God, what do you want to say to me? God, how do you want to lead me? What are you after? When the television program began that I've talked about years ago that we do, I was in Rome at the time. I was literally on holidays. And I felt like I should go and spend a day at the Vatican. And I did. I spent an entire day there. And I sat down in a number of different places in the Vatican Museum. I sat down in Sistine Chapel. I sat down in St. Peter Basilica. And I wrote each time, God, what are you saying to me? What do you want to say to me? What do you want to say to me? At that point in time, television had never crossed my mind. It hadn't been on my mind. Years before I had said to someone, one day we'll be on television, not having any idea what that meant, but that was years and years before. And then I forgot about that for many years. And I went there and, and I just kept saying, Lord, what do you want to say to me? What do you want to say to me? And I wrote it out a number of times. God, what do you want to say to me? Well, as I listened, one day God revealed in my heart from that, I want you to make a Catholic television program. And the rest is history. I'm here today talking to all of you in so many different countries because I went after God to say to God, God, what do you want to say to me? This Lent, rather than being focused on what you want and what you think you need to do, focus upon God and his will. Say to God, God, what do you want to say to me? Literally, you could say that. That's what I wrote. God, what do you want to say to me? What are you asking of me? What do you want to tell me? I used to write that in my prayer journal. Do that and you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked if you ask with an open heart how God will reveal in his unique communication style exactly what he wants to say to you. These men wanted healing. Jesus wanted something so much more than them. And even though there were skeptics around and ultimately Jesus did a healing in front of them just, just to show them who he was and, 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 and not be... Uh, hindered by their lack of faith 
Jesus ultimately was saying, I've got a bigger plan for this man, for this crippled person. I've got a much bigger plan for them than what they've been at, what you've sought from me. Seek my bigger plan. So I want to encourage you, just say to God, God, show me your will. And you might feel a little strange saying to God every day, God, what is your will? God, what is your will? What do you want to say to me? You might find that's an odd, odd way to talk. But what you'll find is that in time, God, if your heart is sincere, God will speak to you and he'll reveal his will to you. Loving Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise because you're good. Allow us to see you and to know you for who you are. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God's never ever far from you.